podcasting from Ocala, Florida, the horse capital of the world, this is Parables, Life Lessons from a Horse. And I am your host, Kat Chrysostom, founder and owner of Benefab, author of Broken to Branded, and most importantly, an animal advocate and a positive leader. This is a podcast showing how love, connection, and trust translate into leadership and how horses have led me into becoming a better leader for myself and in my business. I'm so glad you've joined us. Now, let's learn something new and have a little fun, shall we? Hello, hello, and welcome. I am so glad that you have decided to join me on this beautiful day, and we have a lot of really fun things to cover. So I'm glad that you're here, and we have a great guest that will be coming up and joining us about uh, particularly authenticity, because I think that authenticity is the secret to connection with ourselves, Um, and once we're connected with ourselves, we can find those that want uh, to connect with us and people and animals that we want to connect with. So I'm really excited to go into that, but I just wanted to tell you guys a little story about uh, Para and I recently, um, and not just Para, but also who I don't talk about a whole lot, but is a big part of my life, is uh, my little Iggy, my Italian greyhound um, named Psalms. And uh, Psalms does not have a mean bone in his body. I mean, this dog is the snuggliest, sweetest, kindest, just ragdoll that there is. You pick him up, turn him any which way, and he just melts into you. And recently I had someone um, come to my home um, that was coming in to take a look at something for me. And it was really interesting because I didn't get a great vibe from him. um, But when he came in, I didn't get any repulsive vibe, and I'm pretty good with energy, but I just got a feeling like, hmm, just sort of so-so. Well, it was really interesting because I was in uh, my kitchen speaking with this man, and Psalms came downstairs, and he looked at the man, didn't walk up. Now, this dog has never met a stranger in his life. He looked at the man, and he walked up, got about I'd say maybe a foot or so away. And the man looked down and said, oh, you know, dog, like somebody would normally do. And very slowly, without taking his eyes off of him, Psalm started to walk backwards. Now, this is a 12-pound little, you know, snuggly dog. He started to walk backwards, and the hair on the back of his neck stood up. And he walked out of the room backwards and stopped and started to growl. Now, it about made the hair on the back of my neck stand up. Because the way he reacted told me, this isn't right. (laughs) And pretty quickly, the meeting, I wrapped things up and that man did not come back to the house. And he obviously did not get the job. Um... But I thought that was really interesting, the way that he picked up on, on it. And, you know, I think that animals have this natural, innate ability to 
see somebody's authenticity and and see and feel what somebody truly is and they don't buy the fakers. And I think that that is an amazing thing when we look at animals from that angle. And one of my all-time favorite books is Kinship with All Life. That was recommended to me um, by a dear friend. It was written by J. Allen Boone. And he actually talks about um, Strongheart, which was this um, canine celebrity back in, I think it was the 1920s. And anyway, he was the caretaker of Strongheart. And he wasn't really an animal lover and strong heart just like opened this whole door to um to not only being an animal lover but but understanding animals and appreciating their intelligence and I just thought that I wanted to share that story with you guys um you know about psalms because I think it it kind of set me in uh this place of wow you know he didn't fall for you know, animals don't care how you're dressed. They don't care what you're saying. And, you know, they they can't understand our language. They can understand our body language, but not, you know, the words that are coming out of our mouths normally. They're not going to comprehend it, at least as we would. Um, but I, I think that that is a really important lesson for us to remember. You know, if we just get down to who somebody is and their authentic selves. Do we like them? Should we like them? Are they doing the right things for us? You know, are they building us up? Are they not? Are they are they even dangerous, you know, to us? Not just physically, but are they mentally and emotionally draining or dangerous? And and that's something that you know, really resonated with me whenever I had um that experience. So I wanted to share that with you guys. Um our guest today is somebody who um, is is really important to me, and she has been uh, not only a longtime friend, but a business associate also, and um, I, I'm really excited to introduce her. Jamie is the owner and founder of Yellow Barn Media, a full-service marketing firm specializing in content creation and business coaching. She is well-known for her contagious smile and zest for life that flows over into her marketing content. Jamie started her entrepreneurial journey at only 13 years old, and her passion for all things marketing has bloomed in that space for over 20 years. On a personal note, Jamie's a wife, boy mom, and hobby farm enthusiast, most recently known as the crazy chicken lady to most of her friends. She lives life to the fullest and enjoys working her craft and connecting with people through social media. Jamie was actually one of the expert contributors in my book, Broken to Branded. She's someone that I really admire, so I'm super excited to have her on and let her share some of your wisdom with you. So, Jamie, welcome. Hi, Kat. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Yes, I'm really excited. I think that you have a lot of valuable things to share, and um, I just want to jump right in. So, Obviously, you say that you started your entrepreneurial journey at uh, 13 years old. So tell me a little bit about that and what kind of catapulted you into being a marketer. So I actually always showed horses. We were always at horse shows. We went to horse auctions and things like that. And I think sometimes you're born to just do a thing and you just don't really know what that is until it, it, until it happens. Mm-hmm. And so um, my dad and I, I started talking to my dad and He's like, you know, I can help you start a business if you want to start buying horse tack at the auction and then reselling it at the horse show. And so we just started doing that. And he taught me at an early age, um, you know, simple things like how to count back change, um, the things that sometimes uh, we find that are are a lost art. 
But Mm -hmm. um, from there, there was just something for me. And it sounds silly, but now I understand why. There was something for me, even at 13 years old, connecting a person to a product and Mm -hmm. how people just told me they bought from me because like, they were like, oh, I always see you smiling, sitting behind your booth. And of course, I was a little kid. So they were like, we'll buy from her. But there was just something about that connection of the product Mm. and the people that was so intriguing to me. Mm, I love that. Yeah, actually, I think that reminds me of um, one of my favorite quotes. I think it was Mark Twain who said it, but he said the two most important days of your life are the day you were born and the day you found out why. And that just reminded me of that. Yeah, I love that. (laughs) A hundred percent. Yes. Um, So... I gather from you and for as long as I've known you, you're, you have always been so authentic and so positive. Um, so is that something that you always felt, uh, that connection and authenticity to who you were? Do you ever feel like you went through a time in your life where you sort of swayed from that or had any difficulties with that? A little bit. Yes. So the short version is I I was raised in a wonderful family. I had a really encouraging mom. So they were always encouraging me to, you know, go out and reach for my dreams and all of that. We didn't grow up with a lot of money. I didn't grow up in a place where I had every opportunity. So I had to work for it. But I always loved horses. That was the one thing that, you know, I've always had from the time I was born. And in high school, I remember I was not the cool kid. Um, Mm -hmm. because I wasn't in sports, I like what they considered sports. Mm -hmm. So I always felt like a little bit of an outcast, if you will. But Mm -hmm. because I had strong parents and a strong church family, and you know, just a really strong foundation, um, as a young child and as teenager, I felt very strong about who I was. And Mm -hmm. I wasn't cool, but everyone in school liked me. I just wasn't like the homecoming queen or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Sure. Most of us aren't. (laughs) Right. Well, and as a teenager, obviously, who doesn't struggle with how you feel in life? Mm, But mm. as I went out onto my own as a young adult, I made some, you know, just not wonderful choices that were not typical of myself. But as I walked through that and then figured out a little bit more every day, like this is what I'm meant to do. I, I'm one of those people I can look back on my life and be like, okay, probably 90% of my life, I have always said, this is who I am. I'm not going to apologize for it. Mm. And I I know that just being authentic makes me a happier person. And it also helps others around me. So mm-hmm. because I'm able to use my gift, and I don't really have to be apologetic for my gift, because mm. it's there for a reason. So I, I don't know if that's, that's hopefully very helpful to some people. Sure. No, absolutely. And I think it was you who originally said like your vibe attracts your tribe, right? Um, I think that that's so true. And being authentic to yourself, you know, attracts the people that you want around you. And naturally, the people who you don't just, you know, kind of um, fade out of the picture. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's um that's really good advice. So what would you say would would be like the top thing to focus on for people who are who are struggling to be um to get to where they want to be who, you know, perhaps aren't connecting with their true selves? Like is there something you found that has really helped you in being authentic to yourself? Well, there's probably a whole lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's if you like, had it's to so- boil it down to the top three, maybe, or even even one, just something simple that, that you think. 
Well, I feel like the one thing, and you know, my dad used to tell me this growing up, you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. Mm. It, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter how kind you are. It doesn't matter what type of personality you have. There are going to be people in life that you just don't jive with. And it doesn't mean that you don't like them or they don't like you. It just means maybe they're not meant to be in your arena or you're not as a business owner, maybe meant to serve that audience. Mm. Um, and, and that seems like one of those things like you hear like, Hey, you're not everyone's cup of tea and, and you can hear it. But if you truly don't believe that when I got to a point as a business owner specifically, where I was like, Oh my stars, I am not mm-hmm. like, you're not my people. Now I mm. love you and you might consume my content, but I'm not going to try to market my services to you because you're not my ideal customer. Mm. Yes. Um, and I have as a business owner too, just a little offshoot of this is I have declined to work with people because they're not aligned with me. Mm. And if you can, as a person, as a business owner, as a young adult, whatever that looks like, if you can really figure that out and just know I'm not going to be everyone's answer, everyone's best friend. and from a lot of the young people I have spoke with over the years, they're always just trying to do everything and be everything. Mm, And I think out of everything, I mean, Kat, I told you, you know, I could share 26 tips, right? But (laughs) um, if you can just understand that you aren't the answer to everyone's problems. um, However, to the few that you are the answer or the solution or the encouragement or the uplifter, those are the people that you're meant to make a difference in their lives. And you are going to be like that person for them. So Mm. yes, yeah, absolutely. And I think the most important relationship, and I've always said this is the one with yourself. And once you get that worked out, then, you know, everything kind of starts to fall into place as far as people with outside, you know, whether that's in a business setting or just in regular life, perhaps you don't have a business and you're career driven, um, you know, or, or maybe you just want to, you know, a family life or whatever that might be. I think that that is really, really good advice. Um, well, Kat, I do have one more quick thing to share too, that mm-hmm. I think is a huge piece of advice. And it was a turning point in my life. And it sounds silly. Every time I tell people, they're like, well, that doesn't seem that big, but it literally changed my life. Mm-hmm. I like to talk a lot. I'm very excitable. I love people. Um, one time I said to my very best friend, please tell me my worst quality. Like, think about it. I want you to tell me my very worst quality because I want to do better. I want to be better. Mm -hmm. Um, and I said, please think about it and tell me. And she said, Jamie, you talk too much and you talk over people, even though you don't mean to. Mm -hmm. So I taught myself, I went through this whole, like, you know, figuring it out for myself, but I took about six months to a year and I literally told myself every day when I woke up, just be quiet and listen. Mm. My business doubled that year. Wow. Wow. That is really powerful. Wow. That is a great story. And listening is sometimes one of the most difficult things to do. It Um, is. (laughs) Yeah. See, I'm the opposite. And in my business, people will say, "Uh, hello, are you still there? (laughs) 
because I'm always, I mean, I've, I'm kind of more internalizing everything and I, I listen so much, um, you know, more, more so than I talk. Of course, I, I do talk and you and I could talk for hours. We know that. Right. Um, <laughs> certainly uh, didn't forget that, but no, that's really powerful. So that, that listening and what a good idea to ask someone who you were so close to, you know, that question um, that you could trust would give you the right answer. That's, that's really, a, I mean, that's, that's a powerful well, story. And it's not easy to hear. Like mm. it's never easy to hear, but I, I chose the person I knew I could hear it from without being hurt or offended and just take it essentially not even with a grain of salt, but just take it and do what I needed to do with it. Right. Use that. Yeah, exactly. It's constructive criticism, but if you're using it to, you know, make a more positive impact in your own life, it's, it's really great to have. Um, and I will tell you one more thing mm -hmm. in that year, Kat, that I did that, mm -hmm. I had a client who I'd been working with for, you know, months before. And I made, you know, you can't sometimes see the change that you're making, right? You're just getting up every morning and trying to do better that day. Mm. Um, it's mm -hmm. kind of the ripple effect, you know? So mm -hmm. uh, you're doing a little bit every day and then it's, you're like, oh, I actually did make the change. Mm. I had this client about six months in say to me, he specifically called me and he said, Jamie, I've noticed a difference with you. And I was like, oh, like, I didn't know where he was going with right? it. And he's like, you listen. He said, I've been in business for like 50 years. He was an older gentleman. He said, I've never encountered someone that listens so well. Wow. I wow. thought I was going to break out in tears because my whole life I've tried, I've tried to be a good listener and that's not been a skill set of mine. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And I was like, yes, I've made it to the listening <laughs> Olympics. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh my gosh. And even somebody who had no background on it that he called that, uh, you know, and was able to share it. That is really cool. Wow. That's really cool. And good job. Not only did you listen, but you were really disciplined about it. I mean, to wake up every morning and be thinking about that for six to, you know, six months to a year. And we train ourselves, right? I mean, I think, mm -hmm. I think that's one of, um, you know, I've learned so much in, in my business and doing things, you know, that I, in being creative, but it's like, it's almost like we train. I mean, our brain is, has muscle memory, you know, it's like we, we train ourselves to do things. I know like just several months ago, I started meditating every morning religiously. Mm -hmm. I'm meditating and it's totally changed my life. It's opened a lot of doors for me. And, um, but it like, I'm not going to lie about it. The first few weeks was like, Oh, do I have to do this again? You know, but it was like, <laughs> oh, like we're going to do it on a routine. And, and then all of a sudden it, now it's become like almost therapeutic, you know, um, but we train ourselves to do that. So I love that you woke up every morning thinking about that. Um, well, and one other thing too, in regard to that specific topic, as far as like self-awareness and things like that is I had a lot of people in like the marketing industry that I'm close to on social media that were doing this thing called the miracle morning. Mm. And they were getting up at 4am and doing all this work at 4am, like super productive people. Mm. And I know myself, I'm not like, I'm not that person, but they're like, you just have to do it. That's what, that's what successful people do. And you, everyone has to follow this exact pattern. Mm -hmm. Now that pattern works awesome. Mm -hmm. I see people do it all the time. I have friends that do it. I have tried. It just doesn't work for me. 
Mm -hmm. Um, I have found what does work for me, which again is helping me to be true to myself because I'm a night owl. I work really well at night. Mm. Um, 4am, I'm not going to lie. I got up a few mornings and tried it and (laughs) could I have tried it for six months? Sure. But I was like, I mean, no, thanks. Mm. Yeah. But Um, you listen to yourself, you know, I I did. And I, you know, I'm a mom now I have a six year old, so I had to like adjust and, um, yeah. So have grace, have grace with yourself too, but find what works for you and run with that. That is great. Yeah. That's, and that's so true. Yeah. Have grace, have self-compassion and, but you also have to have that fine balance of pushing yourself and, you know, continuing to move forward. So what do you find? I mean, obviously you are always authentic. I think one of the most attractive things, I mean, I always love your emails and you, um, you know, it's just like, you can feel your voice and your smile and your positive energy and this vivaciousness through your writing and, you know, obviously social media and you're always connecting people and you've developed these, um, you know, professional groups and you speak and you've done all these different things. So obviously you're very busy and your mom, um, yeah, <laughs> you know, and wife and a family person. So what do you find, um, most important in leading yourself and staying on track on a daily basis? And is there anything in particular that you would recommend to listeners, um, to kind of take back control of their life and, and be able to live more on purpose? Yeah, um, I'm a person of faith. So that's where my foundation is. So obviously, that's a huge, a huge thing for me. Um, In regard to like a practical, everyday thing, Mm -hmm. I did uh, start working with a business coach, which granted, I picked a business coach that also is a mom that has a lot of parallel things Mm -hmm. that helped me to I, I was just I'm like a go-getter. I'm someone who just wants to never stop and go, 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 go. So, and I've done that for my entire life. I've never like slowed down. Mm. Um, Slowing down for me felt like, honestly, failure. Mm -hmm. It felt like, uh, how can someone like do things slow? You know, I've heard people say that the, the, the something like go slower to go faster. And I'm like, what kind of bunk is that? So for me, I literally just slowed my life down. I just Mm -hmm. purposely did it. I had the help of a business coach Mm -hmm. and, you know, she wasn't a life coach, but I had someone that I was accountable to. Right. And that's, that's probably the more important point is I also have two or three for me, business friends, but they're also friends, friends Mm. that I talk to almost every day and connect with about family and life and goals. And for me, I'm such a social person. And what I do, I'm a marketer and I'm essentially isolated. I work from home. Mm. Um, so for me, having someone to talk to, cause I'm a verbal processor, mm. having a couple, not 20, like two to three really good friends that I can tell them as much as I need to without fear of how that how they're going to what they're going to say to me or sure yes yes that has allowed me because when you have someone holding you accountable and you say hey I want to be authentic in this area and then you're not authentic and someone's like hey I'm calling you out Mm. the accountability piece has helped me with being more authentic but so do I have any tips you know I think if you can find 
a coach, a mentor, a friend, an accountability, some level of accountability, that's going to be super helpful. But the other thing that helps me is this. I love to do live video. I'm super nerdy that way. Most people do not like video. (laughs) But I find the more you talk about what you want in your life, the more you verbally process and speak out into the world what you want in life, Some people call it manifestation. Some people call it positive vibes. Mm. It doesn't matter what you call it, but saying what you want, seeing what you want. um, If you're not naturally authentic and you want to be more authentic, start reading books about it. Start talking to people like Kat or myself or people that you can see that you respect and say, hey, I need help in this area. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Reaching out for help People see that I think sometimes as failure and it just isn't like find someone that you, that understands you and say, Hey, I need help in this area. Please help me. Mm. Someone is willing, someone will be willing to help you. Yes. Yeah. And, and you know what I found, um, on that note, you know, it's interesting because the people who normally are not willing to help you are people who are not authentic. There are people who are faking it in some way, or, you know, it's like, oh, I'm holding all the secrets and really like behind the scenes, you know, you never know. It's, it's that old, you know, kind of funny saying, but, um, like you don't know who's skinny dipping till the tide goes out, you know, Um, but I do think that that is really true when it comes to like the, the, uh, further and, uh, more growth that I've had in my business and, and the more that I've been able to get on stages and, you know, really um, tap into just a whole different level um, that I, you know, wasn't at before. It's interesting how all of a sudden, like, the, I mean, some of the top people, um, one of the biggest names in in business, they they are just a wealth of knowledge and they're willing to share with you, mm-hmm. um, you know, pretty much they want to see you succeed because they're successful and they know that you're not going to, you know, uh, invade on their space. But the people who are not quite there yet feel you as a threat, whereas they want to see your success. So I think that that's a really good, um, that's a great, you know, piece of advice for, for anybody to hear is that the people who, you know, you want to surround yourself with people who genuinely want to see you successful. And I, I see that with your relationship with your clients. Um, you just seem, you know, you're always so authentic and you genuinely want the best for, you know, people. And I think that, you know, that's, that's unique. Um, you want everybody to want the, you know, your success, but that's not the case. Well, and you know, I think too, I speak from a place of business because that's, that's kind of who I am. I I love business and that's what I'm super passionate about, but you know, you just, you can't be afraid to fail either. So whatever it is, what, you know, if you, you might ask someone and they might say no, and guess what? That's just not your person to help you find the next person because there is someone. Right. Right. Yeah, I I really love that. I think that is such an important message. Um, so Jamie, tell me, how can people find you and kind of join your mission and benefit from what you're doing? Sure. Um, my website is yellowbarnmedia.com. And the majority of my social handles are also social uh, um, yellowbarnmedia.com. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, I'm on LinkedIn, all the social medias. I even have a TikTok channel now. So that's exciting. <laughs> awesome. Um, <laughs> but anywhere really on social media. And I mean, Kat, as you know, I do 
mostly work with the equine world. However, mm-hmm. I absolutely love connecting with people. It doesn't matter if who you are or what you do. I love meeting new people. I love seeing if I can help you or you can help me or we can collaborate. So I just think that's such an important part of like our online space now these days is yes. like, let's find people we can help and work with and support and encourage and all of the things. Yes, absolutely. And uh, folks, Jamie has some awesome videos. She does a lot of um sort of like free marketing packages or low dollar um, help with social media and all sorts of things. So I really encourage people to check um, you out. And uh, if they need any help on anything, I mean, seriously, reach out to Jamie. She is one of the most non-judgmental, fun people to talk to and connect with. <laughs> Thank so, you. <laughs> yes, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your wisdom. My so. pleasure. I'm so thankful that you had me and I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks, Jamie. Thank you for listening to Parables, Life Lessons from a Horse, with me, Kat Chrysostom, as your host. If you enjoyed our show and want to learn more, check out BenefabProducts.com or subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Don't forget to join us next week when we'll discuss another important life lesson. And until then, be well and take care.